Did you guys like my Avengers? Yeah. What your your Avengers with your, your Harry, Harry Potter. Potter? Yeah. And and other various Lego. Yeah. Things that are not Avengers. There you are. Do you are. know one thing that slightly concerns me? And I know Legos for all ages and all of us. How old are you, Darius? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, you don't, don't know, know how you old age. you are. Right, well, oh my god, he is a vampire. Well, let me help you on this. I'm 31. 28. Okay. Fair Should enough. I help you even more? I'm 29. <laughs> yeah. I'm 108. You're 108? Oh, wise old Duncan. Please tell us how we how we kick into this podcast today. I will show you, but first let me open a Coke. Ah, oh, yeah, that's the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, you know, each time I think we've done the oddest warm-up for a podcast. Do you know what I was expecting when he said, let me open a Coke, all I expected to hear is... Because <laughs> 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 that's, that's a good shit. That would be much more appropriate. I'm 107 because I'm uh, from the future. And the future, not only is Coke legal, but they put it in cans. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> now, uh, now, immaterial so games do not gone back to the past. taking of any drugs. No, in other words, you've gone back to the past. Because Coke reminds me yeah. of my youth. Coke used to have Coke in it. Yeah, in trace kind of, amounts. Yeah. But, um, yeah, even those traces... What that taste like? I wonder what it did taste like. Tasted like a good what, night co- out. Coke with Coke? Yeah. I don't know what Coke tastes like, so I don't really know what... <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it would affect the flavor. It just adds a bit I would more say fizz. you barely could taste the difference. Alright, next episode we all taste addictive. Coke... And uh, see what it sounds tastes like. Uh, also, my computer's frozen. Just put that out there. <laughs> oh no, not a frozen computer. Oh. But we still hear Fixed you. Fixed it. Okay. Did oh, I lag at all? Sli- nope. Alright, so just me then. Cool. <laughs> oh my god, someone's dressed as Pikachu. So I'm watching yeah. the Great Manchester oh, what, what? run while we're watching, uh, while we're doing this. And uh, yeah, there's all these runners, and then there's just this, this, this Pikachu <laughs> with its running Pikachu! number. Well, it's trying to run. He wants to be the very best like no one ever was. Yeah. That's Ketchum. Pikachu just wants to be a fat rodent who runs around and, and gets rides off people's soldiers. Soldiers? 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 Leave me alone, I got women. soul but up, not a Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, this is the Immaterial Gamers Podcast, episode number 42. Hey, it's the answer to again. life, the universe, and everything. Yeah. Here's back. Duncan, we're back! Yeah, yeah, we're back. Well, I was already here. I just, I wasn't in town. You're mm. back. I've gone home. We're, we're so all, we're, we're supposed to be now. Yeah, that's how, it, that's how it works. So yeah, it's me, Ryan. Welcome back, Stefan. And welcome back, Duncan. Even though you oh. didn't really Woo-hoo! leave, but you did. He left we, for two weeks. He, he's, yeah. he's um. Twenty. He could probably have made the podcast on Sunday. I think. I actually brought my microphone just in case, but uh, but uh, you know, I didn't. Yeah. And no also, excuses. also Darius is here. I need to make sure. Don't want to forget him. No, I'm not here. I'm I'm half here. He's tech support. <laughs> tech support. You know how there, there's that adage? It's like, oh, if I can't see them, they can't see me. It's like, maybe it's like because Darius only has one eye, it's like, he's like half here. 
Uh, no, I seriously feel like I should skip this podcast. <laughs> Schrodinger's podcaster. I still like to point out none of us can see each other. Yeah. And technically, none of us are here. Oh, well. Where is here? Where is this podcast being recorded? Have you ever thought about that? Um, hold on a minute. Ryan, where's, where, where is this Discord? Um, okay. uh, this Discord is based in London somewhere, I think. So, live from London's server of Discord. Despite the fact that no one on this podcast actually lives there or anywhere near it. The Immaterial Gamers Podcast! With one eyed dude. Yeah, with one eyed dude. Couch Special potato. guest. One eyed Polish man. <laughs> Wacky Canadian. Hey, I go. And Steph. Who needs no introduction? <laughs> no. No, Steph, Steph turns up and everything's just there. Just how it works. Chaos. Chaos. Control? Oh, Shadow. Video games. You, you could have been a really good anti-hero, but no. Sega decided to make a game where you would run and fire a handgun. Oh, he doesn't no, just, just fire handguns. Gun. He fires um, assault rifles and submachine guns. He drives tanks. He does okay, lots well, of things. Okay, what are we talking about now? That was Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, the okay. PS2. The man, the game, the legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I just don't know where Sega were, were going with that. I know they wanted to make him edgy, but... I, no, I've lost all words, and that's, that's not a good thing gangster? for a podcast. They're trying to make him gangster. Well, yeah. Well. Yeah. And plus, I think they were also trying to separate him a bit from Sonic. Because it literally was, Shadow was Sonic. In basic terms. Yeah. I guess. He was. So giving him a gun kind of separated him a bit. You know, apparently there's actually some evidence to suggest that uh, in earlier builds of the game, like Shadow, like, like didn't exist. And like he they didn't. just dis- they just decided to add him. Like apparently I... one of like the test tracks was of uh, a shadow stage, but it was Sonic the Hedgehog in that stage, and like that led people to speculate that maybe like Shadow was just like palette swapped onto Sonic. Oh, well, yeah. isn't Shadow basically a genetic clone made of Sonic's DNA? I don't know. Bit man. like Mute. He's the Mewtwo of the Sonic universe. Sonic Two. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, he's basically <laughs> Sonic 2. Yeah. Sonic is Amu, and <laughs> Dumbass is Amu 2. <clears throat> oh, big. Big the cat is the Mewtwo. Oh, no, he's, no, he's the Mew. Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm just going a bit crazy here, so uh, while, while there's still some semblance of sanity left, let's move on to what's been played. What's been played? Well, that's um... ended pretty quickly because there's no more sanity left. Uh, yeah, well, what can you do? So, Steph. Mm-hmm. Since, mm-hmm. Since, you're, since, since you were the person who had the furthest trip away and back. Please, what have you played this week? Well, I got a new game. Actually, I only got it a few days ago. Oh. And I was playing it just before this podcast. Oh, I, I was think surviving I know this because I read the... Yeah, so I said that again, <laughs> sorry, go on. Surviving Mars. Yes, yes, I saw that on the Discord. I, I did the uh, tutorial like yesterday, and now I'm playing my own, like map. 
So this is another paradox strategy like game, is it not? I believe so. Um okay. I believe there was another game out before it was called Surviving Mars Green Planet. But I think they ch- I think this is the exact same game and it's they just changed the title. Right. But I okay. never actually played Surviving Mars Green Planet. Green Planet is expansion. Is ah. it? Yep. See, because when I've seen people do recordings for Surviving Mars, they're saying they played Surviving Mars Green Planet, and it's very similar. Interesting. I think it's expansion, by as far as I know. Have you survived uh, Mars? I, I'm currently surviving Mars, yes. I have um, three domes at the minute, at, and I am also trying to terraform the Pima. Oh. Terraform. Okay. Yeah. terraform. Right now I have grass in about... 20, well no, about 50% of my starting area, but mm. I have kind of branched out, so in the middle it's grasser, but there's no plants or anything growing, like trees or anything else yet. I still need to what, heat up the atmosphere, and then uh, hopefully I the can atmosphere. make Mars rotate again. Someone stole the get... atmosphere from Mars? You do You do know how why Mars isn't like Earth, right? Uh, oh, please educate us. <laughs> well, there's a few things going on. Go on. One then. thing it's a, uh, one thing it's about like the third, a third of the mass of Earth, so there's not enough gravity, so, so uh, there the, the, no the air doesn't really stick to it very well. Okay. Um, there is a very thin atmosphere, so that's uh, um, mostly carbon dioxide. So that that kind of sucks for oxygen breathers like ourselves. Okay. Um. Because of the low atmosphere, the la- the low atmospheric pressure makes it so that water can't really be liquid on the surface for very long because it just evaporates. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's also cold, like not like unlivably cold, but like quite a bit colder than Earth because again, part because of distance and lack of atmosphere to keep the planet warm. Do you know why all of it? This is thingy on Mars. What's 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 what? Why, why all this is the issue on Mars? There's, all this can be put down to one issue. Why? It has no magnetic poles anymore. Because of the cooling of the center of the car, it doesn't have that magnet, the magnetic cars like Earth has, what protects it from the solar rays. Oh, that's... And that's yeah. why Mars is pretty fucked. Do, 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 do. And why we time. can never live there. <laughs> we will one day. if we. So can, we started like, off... This Stick video game podcast just turned into uh, an <laughs> astrophysics <laughs> lesson. Yeah. That's the only bit I know, by the way. <laughs> also, the reason why Mars is red is because the du- the dirt is full of iron, and because of yes. trace amounts of oxygen in the atmosphere, it uh, it turns the iron in the in the dirt it into rusts. rust. Sounds plausible. Okay. So, you enjoying it then, Steph? I am enjoying it. I want to play more after this. Unless someone wants to play something with us. Okay. Fair enough. And, you know, we didn't actually get around to it. So we discussed, like, briefly what the game was. And that you are, you know, you're liking it. Yeah. What exactly is it? So what do you um, do in it? Because we kind of, like, got distracted by the science lesson of Mars. Yeah, oh, true. Um, I'd say it's a bit like, um, um, roller coaster World and shit like that. You okay, build it so and they will come, basically. Alright, so it's like a like a, a tycoon game or a Sim City style thing, but with well you Mars. have a bit more of a yeah, you have a bit more limits, um like you have to gain research to gain bigger areas. Like at the minute I only have the small domes 
the medium dome and the luxury dome. The luxury dome's like fucking a diamond shape. Mm -hmm. And I don't get how it's luxury. I'm trying to build one at the minute. Just so I can make science. Because it's actually made out of diamonds. That's God. a very expensive dome. It's a luxury dome. Dome, dome. Dome was a good word. Yeah. Um, apart from that, as long as... In the game, as soon as you can start making fuel, you're fine. Right. Because you get free rockets. Well, I'm playing on easy at the minute, so I can get used to it. Mm -hmm. And on easy, you get free rockets. And as long as you can return them rockets to Earth, they can you can keep asking for them to come back with resources. If right, you have okay. all of them on your planet, you are fucked if you're not making um, fuel. You'd also have to get some rare materials off Mars to make more money, but you start off with a quite a lot of money. I think I'm on 16 billion at the minute. Okay. I don't know if it's English, Canadian, what. I have no idea. Moon units. <laughs> moon units. Yay, moon, moon units! units. Um, I have a lot of colonists committing suicide. Uh, wait. I don't have um mental health um benefits yet. So they're getting there, they're getting overwhelmed of what's going on on Mars, and then they just go. Oh no! Some yeah. of them are really liking it. It's when you get because you can pick who comes and goes to your planet, but I'm not really picking at the minute. I'm hmm. just trying to get used to the whole terraforming Mars thing. I don't care who lands on my planet. I'll get the twelve people every time. Well, every right, time okay. I know I've got space, I'll get the 12 people. But I don't, I'm not picking the people I need to want. Because you get um, people with no special no specialities. So they're mm. basically running your markets, your pubs, well, your space bars, as they're called. Yep. And your grocers or, or shopping market or art shop. They're running basically anything that doesn't need a special speciality. Or a trade. Okay, and then get you it. get um, scientists that do your research. You get geologists that do your mining. You then get um, botanists that do your, basically, your growing your food and that on Mars. Oh, you said yeah. botanist. I thought you said botanist. Like people who are like really into butts. And <laughs> <laughs> most of them are dogs. Wolf. Scott Howell. Wow, Ryan's a butman. <laughs> this is news. I think we should share this with the world. Oh, well, it's there for the world to see when they bother to see it. Um, Currently, at the minute, I don't have a secure line of metal. Because mm. you, don't, you don't have iron, steel, anything like that. You just have metal. Okay. <laughs> so, um, every now and then, it will come on the planet as meteors. So, I assume most of it is iron. Maybe a mm. little mix of something else. Um, but there is mining spots, which currently where I am is quite a distance away. It's like I have water supply that's like a mile away from my main base, and I need to go another mi another two miles just to get the um, metal ah. that I'm going to need. But the metal is... Um, the water source is a bit more continuously, I think. I'm not sure if there's a limit on it, but I know there is a limit on the iron in areas. So I will have to move. But then there is other people in it. It's like I have rivals. I have Russia. I have the US. I have Europe. Ah, so it's the, the, the space rivals. race continues in terms of colonising them. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm quite surprised England's not in it, seeing that Brexit. And I'm assuming we either can't afford a space project or we're fucked. Yeah. Still probably too wrapped up on Eurovision. Fuck <laughs> that show, by the way. Yep. 
<laughs> By the way, there is no Canada, so that one. Did Darude win? Uh, no, Darude didn't win. Nor did the nor did the and I'm kind of saying this anti-capitalist bondage wearing Icelandic band Hatari. Icelandic. I, I, uh, I can't say it now. They normally Icelandic? do quite well. Yeah, Icelandic normally does quite well in Eurovision. Yeah, well, they they middled out, but they didn't finish last. Who would? Not uh, the Netherlands. Wow, at least it's no. not Germany. My home yeah. nation. Yeah, the uh, yeah the favourite to win won. Shocker. Oh, um, while we're speaking about Netherlands, Netherlands, you know, know that um, post I sent you the other day that um, Dunkirk. Uh, which one's the that? The Rainbow Six new operators. Uh, I gotta be honest, I don't remember that very clearly. All <laughs> oh, right, I I remember seeing it. The Netherlands operators. Yeah, she looks like the frigging girl out of what out of that horror film. You know where her hair's. Was, I, I don't even know what she's called or what a film it is. Um, she's out of that film that I don't know with that actress a, I don't remember. It's a horror film, <laughs> and it's a little girl, a little girl with black hair, and it's like covers her face. The ring? Yes. That's what the operator looks like. Okay, that was gonna be a scary shade though. I don't know what she does because all you're seeing at the minute is she she's like passing through a wall. I'm assuming she can put holographic walls and flowers up mm. or some shit like that. Because that is creepy shit. She'll and then that'll be kinda that'll be kinda of interesting. Put up like a the fake wall. Jesus. Well, if you know the map, you're pretty fucked. Oh, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't know the map... You're pretty fucked, then, if you don't know the map. Well, yeah. Not many, it's not many on rotation. Way. Yeah. I can see Darius falling for it. Oh, yeah. Darius and Danny, them two aren't that normally uh, map awareness. They're not battle-hardened like they should be. It's not really battle-hardened. They know what to do if they get in a gunfight. They just don't know what to do or where normally things spawn or where normal things happen. Uh, or where should things enough. normally are. Okie like dokie. When I build bases on any game, um, you walk into my base, you will get lost. <laughs> it's like a fucking maze, and yet I just run around going, Ooh, I need this! Ooh, I need that! And I if somehow I get it within seconds, and everyone else is like, But I need this! Where can I find it? Go down the corridor, second left, and then right. Uh, I go into a base in, in any game that you play, and I just move in. It's like, I live here now. <laughs> That's true. I can't be bothered to make my own house, so fuck it. Yep. Right. Okay, well, cheers then, Steph, for surviving Mars. And, uh, Duncan, you're next. I'm oh, Christ, surviving. I wasn't thinking about mine at all. Ah! Uh, Ew. All oh, right, I remember. Uh, so I've been playing a game with my sister lately. Okay. Oh my god. A little cutesy game. Have you been on called... an adventure? Somewhat, yes. Uh, a little cutesy game called A Hat in Time. Oh, okay. you played that game. I thought you were gonna say another game. And for those who are unsure, what is A Hat in Time? Okay, so A Hat in Time is this sort of uh, 3D platformer type game. Okay. Uh, honestly, the easiest way to describe the game is, like, combine elements from all of the most recent, uh, like, Super Mario games, like, like 3D Super Mario games, and mm -hmm. you've pretty much got Hat in Time combined, like, down. Alright. I'm just picturing now all the recent, uh, 3D Mario games. It's just like, think of the game where Mario has the magic hat. It's like the world selection is very like this. 
overall setting and world selection is very similar to Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got, you know, your your hat can do different abilities, you know. See, sort it's of Mario like, the Magic Hat. It's kind of like a little bit like with the hat mechanic. Basically, you change hats to get different abilities. So it's kind yeah. of like halfway between Majora's Mask and like like Mario Odyssey. Okay, I get you. And yeah, um, no, it's 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 a it's definitely like like ninety percent Mario, except with like like twelve year old girl as the main character instead of you know a oh, fat, a fat made a Italian game plumber. About you. Oh you know what? Gosh. I didn't ask for your opinion. They <laughs> uh, see this constant through line going through this escalating, like you know, situation going on with you and Steph. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. I mean, it's already started in the in the Monster Prom video that went up on Saturday evening when I eventually made it. Why? What was I doing? Well, you. you... It all just comes naturally to me, sir. Yeah, when you when you claimed that uh, Duncan's favorite character would have been Damien because he was secretly gay. No, no I mean you said it was favorite character was Liam because I was secretly gay, which is even worse. <laughs> yeah, Steph got meaner when he came to Canada. I gotta be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the fact though. After you all met me, it's like in person you're really chilled and mellow, and then when you're online, it's like you, you, you're a twat. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's it's the thing that. I've noticed this with you, Steph. Is that yeah, on online you're very bolsterous and 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 hyper and and you, know, you could you can go that way. When you meet in person, you are you are a lot calmer. Yet anything <laughs> then you say can bite just as effectively because it's then whatever you say is gold at that point, and it's like oh god. <laughs> What you just said, you say you could not be in a conversation for twenty minutes, and you just say something, and then you know it's like done. It's like it, Boom, it then hurts. It then hurts in the head and in the heart. I do try. No, mm. oh, we know that. <laughs> By the way, when I mean I do try, I do mean I do try to hurt. I like to be a blade. I'm a dangerous Ooh. weapon. Fair what do you say? Oh. oh God, he's playing with knives. Someone stop him! Put the knife back. <laughs> So uh, yeah, you enjoying a hunting time then? Yeah, it's all right. It's uh, it's interesting. It's a split screen co-op experience uh, mm. with us. Um, I'll say that uh, the one thing I'll say against it is that for the most part, it feels like having this second player is like largely like extraneous. Like it's very clear that they had a that they designed a game to be played by one person and then just decided to plonk a second player option. Hey, it's Pokemon Let's Go it. Pikachu or Let's Go Sonic Weaver. 2. They do that. Oh, that was e- that was really shit. It was, it was definitely the Sonic 2 idea. It was like, right, you're playing. Oh, do you want to be Tails? No one ever wanted to be Tails. Have I, I wanted to be Tails because that means I never had to move. Yeah, I never had to move. Tails is yeah. great. But, yeah. And I can see where you're coming from on that, but... Yeah, yeah. If it's a, if it's a, if it's a good game, in spite of the 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 shoehorned co-op aspect. Yeah, it's still fun. Uh, I, I don't know the controls are nice and they're very they're very floaty. So like they're very forgiving as far as um, you know, like ledge grabbing and so on. Because you mm-hmm. know it's obviously a game that's targeted at younger folks for the most part. Although it yeah. does have some questionable elements for a supposed kid game. Like there's this one level that's just like. 
a straight up horror game. Like it's very reminiscent of um oh what was that one game uh that was like like you're like your your main character is like like a little girl in a raincoat and you're like on a boat and like oh every... little nightmares yeah little hey. nightmares yeah there you go that's that it's very reminiscent of that and it's like mm. what the fuck is this doing in this game that's just horrifying um what else yeah and and so like the main objective in this game is like you're like your main character is like some weird like alien girl person who's like just traveling the cosmos and literally her source of fuel are these magic hourglasses that can control time like you mm. just i don't know burn these to power your engine or whatever i don't know uh so they so they get lost and you have to go find them that's all you're doing this whole game is finding time pieces that's what they're called and going on with continuing with the uh, mario comparisons like you have uh you just have straight up like secret levels like like uh in in super mario sunshine where you know after you beat a level sometimes there will be like a time rift where mm. it's just like a sec a second secret level within a level that you know you just you know it's like you're in a total different dimension it's not themed to the rest of that world or anything uh okay. you just go in do a a Super Mario Sunshine secret level, get another time rift. So yeah, it's like, it really is. It's just like Mario, 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 but with little kids. Ah. So uh, if you're a fan of Mario games, you you would enjoy it. Uh, if if you're not too keen on them, then you know, you do you. Okie dokie. Fair dues. Right, that comes to you now, Darius. What? I remember. Comes to me. You remember you so, were. Apart from yourself, what have you been playing on? Uh, all nerves. But I'm tush. Uh, shit. Okay, uh, I need to shit. figure out another, another excuse for it. Another uh... <laughs> excuse. Well, maybe for the next week. <laughs> this week will be serious. Okay. So, I've not been playing much due to mainly my eye injury. Ah, yes. Darius the pirate. So, since... Oh. Our favorite type of pirate. Quite some time, I'm literally not. I cannot stare for on the screen for a very long time. Mm. So I was spending like hour of gameplay, and then I needed a rest, which is not great because I just got my new GPU and I cannot even enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Um, and mainly when I had that one hour window to play something, I was kind of uh, jumping from game to game back and forth okay just to see the difference in frame rates in different titles uh, but I did play Hades hey yeah These. it's on it's on on sale on epic yeah so for oh, a fiver oh come on it's a steal yes definitely it's definitely a and steal for fiver yeah so so uh how are you enjoying it Oh, I really in the, do in the enjoy it, and got. I don't. I first of all, what I notice is, uh, okay, they in concept in general, um, mm. they have sixteen by nine aspect ratio for the game. Okay. Uh, like mainly for any other uh, their games as well. Mm. However, what they done with a uh, twenty-one by nine, so my kind of size of the screen, is they add. Uh, 
on the on two sides um are statues yeah two statues and they keep staring at you and That's... i really i really do like it i it's it's, <laughs> it's small it's small um fix because uh, well okay there are some games where um i have to play with a black bars on left and right side yeah because they do not the games do not support um 21 by 9 uh, however some, something small like this from the developers it's fixing the issue with 21 by 9 without them needing to change the whole process of creating the game yeah so that's a very nice touch uh, and i finding the game quite hard oh it, yeah it's uh it's hellish yeah, it is. It's literally uh, like, uh, can you go more? Can you do more than ten chambers without freaking dying? Yeah. For now, for me, it's like if I can get to the sixth one, that's that's a win. Yeah. So I was about, I was about to say, have you beaten the first Fury yet? Uh, no, I've, I've been fighting the first boss. Yeah. Uh, got like halfway through the health. Oh, then then she just tears you apart. And then, yeah, basically. However, right now yeah. I just unlock a few more things. I don't even know what they are for now, but yeah. Uh, I've got the codex. Yep. And there is like a... If I'm, when I'm speaking to someone uh, in that codex later on, I can find the, um, let's call it a relationship status. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if there will be like um, extra benefits to this later on so for example I, if I will speak to one person he might me give a better buffs later on so you've, you've seen some of the the chambers that you can open you've you've I I would guess that you've realized how each chamber works of whatever's on the door of the chamber is the reward that you would get if you got it yeah yeah I, so I figure it out yeah uh, I'll give you this without saying too much then if you're looking at improving relationships, see if you can find Ambrosia. Oh yeah, I know, I know, I know that. I need Ambrosia. Mm. But yeah. then, hmm, to whom to give it to? To my dad? He's a fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. Hades, Hades himself is a bit of a is a bit of a dick. I'd hope he's so. A... He is the god of the underworld. Yeah, but he's. I mean, he's not he's nice not... to his son. Yeah, it's it's, it's characterised in the way that Hades. He actually doesn't like his job. He does it, and he's very good at it. No one who, who controls hell enjoys a job. That's been declared in most storylines or anything like that. Yeah, but the least of all, he, he doesn't want to, you know, he's not happy with his son deciding, Dad, I hate this place. I'm, I'm going. just going to go. Oh, he, and like he that. actually tried to do it. Oh, yeah, he's tried to do it. I mean, on my playthrough, I've tried to do it about 32 times. Nice. So uh, yeah, but I like what they've done with the sort of the updates in there as well because they've made the point. You'll have seen this yourself is that they are currently looking at in introducing a major content update every month, mm. and it tells you when that new content is going to be up. And the recent one that they did was the Minotaur update. So it's like, oh right, okay. So there's going to be now chances that a Minotaur will spawn and get in your way. Before that, there was um, sort of a death update. Um, I think there's a guy called Zykstris is basically death incarnate and mm. 
it's weird the way he'll do it is he will help you in a challenge room or an encounter but he's also a rival to you as well because he's your half brother as it comes out well he's he's your half brother he was your half brother he wasn't your half brother reasons um so while he'll help you clear a room he's also battling you to determine to try and kill more creatures in the room than you right oh it's one of them type of rivals yeah so um so it's like if you do beat more than him he'll give you a reward or an extra reward if you don't he'll just go right there you go now you better move on before dad finds out help him helping you so it's just like okay sure and it's like you, you got the other guys. It's like the guy that's, whose name eludes me, but he's the one who was punished in in Greek mythology by constantly having to push a rock oh, I've uh, up a mountain and then it just roll back down again. I've but, met that guy. Yeah, he he just helps you by providing you health or uh, darkness or yeah, we'll, uh, coins uh, for Sharon if you really want yeah. them. Uh, he's like, could could you could you hold on hold on to the rock hold on to this rock for me? I just I just I got some in my my pocket for you. Oh, you meet you meet him at the bottom. The the rock has has, has like been it's funny as well in the little art design, the rock has been up and down that mountain so many times it's now got its own face. <laughs> but uh yeah. Um so I know you'll have enjoyed this, Darius, but how do you feel then that sort of the how Supergiant have done their trademark narrative experience? Oh, they nail it again. This. I would say they nail it again. Yeah. And it's more it's more story driven, more character character based than the others. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So you, so you have more depth into the characters than previous games, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, but still, yeah, the comments which they're making, oh my god, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it's I, like love it. com- I love it. Yeah, it's like they've combined the stuff from Pyre, which was the character driven sort of stuff. But they've combined it with the reactive narration that they've had in all the other games as well, and it just it works. I don't know how, and you you'll be on there as well. Just it works, and it's just sort of magic. Yeah, we don't know how, we don't know the recipe for it, but yeah, they're making a really good job of it. Yeah, so so definitely enjoying that, and you'll be looking forward to more content updates for that. Then guess I'm gonna guess. Yeah, definitely. 23 days for more content. Yeah, I mean, where do you go after now adding a Minotaur update? Or as they called it... Sorry, I forgot that it's not called the Minotaur update, it's called the Big Beefy update. Yeah. Because, you know, Minotaur. Sounds like a a Card Against Humanity expansion. Yeah. (laughs) The Big Beefy update. Beef. Yeah. Yeah, we, we... You know, that's actually... We don't have enough ASMR in our videos, do we? And podcasts. Well, welcome. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey games. There. Video games. Hello. Welcome. This is creepy. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, welcome well, I guess it's, I guess it's, uh, it's time to move on to my game now, isn't it? I guess. Uh, no, I think to this week we're going to skip your game. Hey, no, 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 no. Yeah, we're not so doing we're gonna that. We're going to skip your game and we're going straight to the news. No. Damn it. Um, Mon- Monster Prom. I have now I have now got attached to that goddamn game. You love it. Ryan's caught the curse. I, yeah. Oh, man. So, you know, 
I say if you if 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 you're listening to our stuff and you haven't watched either of the Monster Prom series that are now on the YouTube channel, where have you been living you, under a cave? Yeah, living under the cave, not in a cave. You've been, yeah, you dug under a hole the cave. under the hole and decided to live there instead. Yeah, because even but, people in caves know about it. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah. It wasn't the only way to describe it is it's a dating sim that is balanced on the or is weighted towards the multiplayer aspect of playing it and yeah you're in a school that's full of monsters and you yourself are a monster and you try and go for the uh, yeah you try and go for the ultimate experience of asking one of said monsters out for a date at the monster prom yep just by by lying cheating stealing Hurting people, just doing every manipulative, horrible thing you possibly can to get them to bone you. Yeah, with with characters such as business sla- uh, business mogul slash mafioso Gorgon, and quite naive but very charming calculator robot, uh, or even eldritch horror turned fangirl. Also, it- literally the son of Satan. Yeah. And then there's, all, there's also there's, there's also some vampire guy, but we don't talk about him. Um, Damn right, we don't. Yeah. Could and you y- yeah, you just you just go through depending on how many players there are. You go through two to three Th- weeks. Two to three weeks. Yeah. Of um of of interactions, building up stats, uh, making correct choices to build up stats further. All to get towards that ultimate goal of making sure that you don't get left in the dust when it comes to to the monster prom. And, God, it's just hilarious. The writing, 99% of the time, is on track. There's the there's the odd misstep in some of the... Uh, I would argue that the writing randomly. spends most of its time off the rails, and that's what makes it so on point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's, that's, sometimes there's been like some proofreading mishaps like that. The second challenge that we did, which is on the on the first video, where he was talking about how um, bullshitish it would be for an activity to be in a pseudo health magazine, and it just didn't read right when I was reading it because I think it was like how bullshitish would be a pseudo health magazine. It was like, uh, well, that caught me off guard a little bit. Yeah, well, they have a couple of typos like that. I, I I famously pointed out one in the the first episode of Sibling yeah. Rivalry. Yeah. So it's just yeah, you know, there's, there's a couple, but that's that's. I mean, I'd say that's so far that's two typos in seven episodes and stuff. And you, I think you and you and your sister have played that quite a few times, right? Yeah. So, you know, if it's only a couple of typos over everything, which is then, you know, compared to a lot of dating sim games, is kind of randomly generated, as well. So it's just like you know that 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 got me. There's yeah, there's there's a few base endings, but there are what like 1500 outcomes or something yeah there's 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 a lot of variance in the game there's a lot of there's a lot of content to see yeah so you know yeah just just in enjoying that and yeah having the recording with 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 uh two out of the three guys that are on this podcast and uh yeah more i think at some point definitely yeah, more know, yeah no i mean we'll uh We'll definitely come back to that sometime. Oh yeah, well it's it's uh it's been reinserted into now our wheel of play session games. This is legally distinct from roulette's play. 
based yes. on the fact that it's not just it's not just games that haven't been played for a while put back into a wheel. It's everything that we do for PlayStation is inside wheel. So uh, yeah, we'll look forward to that. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's four games that we've talked about, and from what I can see, we've like gone over forty minutes. So we will go into news time. News time. The news time. And we're gonna try and blitz through these because we've got four stories. One of them's gonna take a lot longer than the other three, I reckon. Yeah. So, yeah. so we'll yeah. we'll 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 go for the first one. We'll leave. We'll leave the long one till the end. So, Darius, you sent me a... Well, you sent us a link regarding Final Fantasy VII. Did I? And it's, uh, well, it's very, very quick. Yeah. From GoNintendo.com. Final Fantasy VII updated to version 1.01. Music and cutscene issues fixed. Oh, yeah. Uh, the original Final Fantasy. Yeah, so after God knows how many years, they they decided to push a few things, isn't it? Which is, um, I think, a nice gesture towards the very old timers. Kind of, but it seems to be related to the Switch version. Yeah, but still, it's not like they're doing a stupid dump port of it. They just kind of, like, care of what they're doing. Hmm. So if I they, guess. If they, they tried. Hey, man, they didn't, it's not like they charged it for it. It's just like, oh, pay $10 for the good version. Yeah, uh, fair. Fair. I mean, is it reasonably priced for a Square Enix game? Because I know what they're like. I could get the World Ends with you on my mobile phone if it cost me a mortgage. <laughs> and you still uh, can. How much? How much does how much does Final Fantasy VII cost on Switch? On Switch, let's let's have a uh, look. How much does it cost? I would say around thirty quid. Oh, you what now? Fuck that. He said thirty quid. Twelve seventy nine, to be precise. That's not wow, too bad. Well, for a comparison, uh, I just look. I have actually already bought the game, so I couldn't really see it. For comparison, the Steam version costs twelve dollars US. Which oh, is so that would mean eight nine pounds. Yeah. So, Squeenix, you know. <laughs> you and you, you and your weird pricing. Well, but the but you can get Final Fantasy ten and ten two. But the Final Fantasy yeah. seven remaster is. On the way. Yeah. With its real-time combat, which, you yeah. know. It's yeah. real-time combat and and its insistence of making Barrett sound like Mr. T. Which apparently in localization in the original Japanese version is nowhere near the case. Mm. So no, pity the fool getting burned on the clouds, but it's hard. Yeah. Uh, or as I believe I still call him, he's uh, B.A. Baratus. <laughs> B.A. Baratus. So uh, yeah, so yeah, that was a, that was a quick one. Uh, Squeenix are still very very quick to make sure that their big game is being uh, good on all consoles. Now we move on to this one that Steph had put in regarding. I think after that, all of it's me, apart from the last bit. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Kotaku talking about the Switch discount program. Speaking of weird pricing. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo Switch game vouchers. Um, I mean, this just looks like a whole load of numbers to me, but I, I, I don't get it. Steph, please help me. I don't know, I didn't actually read it properly when I found it. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. 
Which one? I, I do that for every story. You don't know, you don't realize that? <laughs> so they're called <laughs> Nintendo Switch Game Vouchers, and what you do is you pay a hundred dollars for two. Yeah. And these vouchers can then be used to redeem copies of games from a select list. Uh, and I guess the theory is that you use them to pay for games that would normally cost more than $50 or half the price of the, the pair of the voucher mm. uh, and save money that way. So if you were to buy two $60 games, for example, you would pay, save $20 on the purchase yeah. in total. So basically, but, pay 100 quid to save about 20 quid. But why don't you just do the discounts on the games? I mean, that's that's you'd think that'd be the sort of way to do it. And I'd then I've noticed also at this point, there's the additional gating out that you have to then be a member of Switch off, off uh, Switch online. online. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I've just found out the other day you basically have to be a member of Switch online to trade Pokemon with people on Pokemon Let's Go. Oh, I Nintendo. do not like that. You can do local still, but to do yeah. anything past local, you have to be there online member. Why can't they do that? It sounded like everyone just died then. Yeah. Because yeah, we, we all agree, why did they do that? We should burn them. Yeah. Burn well, them I think... Band. How much is the online? If I, if I had to guess, though? if I had to guess as to why they did this, it's probably just a, it's probably just a, a finance thing where they just decided it's like, you know, they could give us, you know, what would it, what would that come out to? Five... Ten ten dollars off of sixty. What does that come out to? What is that percentage wise? One sixth, seventeen percent. Yeah. So instead of just discounting seventeen percent off of any game and just have people buy, you know, whatever game yeah. that they were looking for, they could, you know, they make sales of a hundred dollars at a time and then just, you know, give yeah. The codes. issue you see with that, they're making That's up the, the difference. difference by you paying for the online service. Yeah. So there's that. Which annoys me with PlayStation. It annoys me with Xbox. It now annoys me with Nintendo. That I'm paying for internet, but then I have to basically pay again to use the internet with you. Yeah. Yeah, but Which they don't get kickback for your ISP. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, if you're going to put something forward, like you can, you, you can play games online free of charge. If you want our exclusive discounts and free games, then yeah, I'll happily pay for discounts and free games that's like amazon fucking prime hmm now yeah. in fairness okay like yes yeah, devil's advocate advocate over here okay as a counter argument to that i mean when you have you know an online service when you offer that as a game developer and publisher you know there is always an associated ongoing cost with running online services, you know, whether that's, you know, tech support, whether that's, you know, people, you know, uh, whether that's just a space in an office in a building that you have to pay rent on, you know, what, there's always some kind of, you know, monthly or biweekly or however often transaction that is, you know, that you pay as a result of that. So, you know, I don't think it's insane for people to want to charge you know, a, a relatively small amount of money to offset those costs, you know, mm. so that they can essentially reset their, you know, their balance sheet back to zero. Okay. And then just get back so, to the, you know, gaming services on top of Working it. on that idea, you now have to pay to play PC games after you've bought the game. And you know what? That's a fair counter-argument. It is. 
Would you do that? Because I wouldn't. I would rebuttal with uh, World of Warcraft had a successful business model for many years on that very principle. It still does have a, a thing in. It's one reason I don't really play it, to be honest. And I, I would also counter. The... I would also counter that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of uh, a lot a of lot PC free games. to play games. A lot of, a lot of PC games uh, tend to fizzle out pretty quickly. Mm. Well, okay. let, let's look at you've got free-to-play games, you've got Warframe, you've got RuneScape. You don't have to pay to play these games, yet they've got servers that are massive. They're probably spending shitloads on servers. All they do is have in-game payment things where you can get exclusive shit for it. And that's what gets people, you know. That, that free-to-play model is attractive yeah. to people. You know, People think, it's like, oh, I'm not paying anything for the game itself. It's like, oh... I'll pay a little amount of money here, a little bit of money there. It's, it's like, whatever. It's like, I'm, you know. But then, you know, it adds up over time. Mm. Yeah, so, okay. you know, that... Yeah, it kind of tricks people to think that they're getting a free game and then, you know, they ended up paying for the game anyway. And, Some you know, maybe you don't do that or maybe you don't know anyone who does that, but well, obviously I know there are people I play, who do. I play free... I play Warframe and I spend money on Warframe. Mm. I'm not going to deny that fact. I mean, God, I, like I don't know how much some of the I spent things, on... the perks I get for having Prime membership and shit like that. Yeah. So, Darius, you were looking in there? Yeah, I was going to say, back in the day, on the PlayStation side, mm. you had, like, online passes. So you bought yeah. the game, and to play that game online, you will need that pass, which was already included in the, in the game. Oh, yeah. However, like if, you, if you trade and it... You traded the, just a kind of like single standalone game. The and other person would have to pay for the pass. Yeah, I remember that. So that's yeah. how they so basically they change this kind of odd thing into one simple transaction: pay for the quid amount uh, a year and play as many games online as you want. And mm. the only there's also a different kind of infrastructure yeah. between consoles and PCs. The so that's why, for example, you you have to pay for consoles, but you don't really you don't paying for PCs. But have a look on on this on like Origin. You're already paying um, some sort of money. What mm. for Origin access? For example, yes. And yeah, but that, that this again. Is that's not basic. You're not paying that money to just play their game. You're paying that money to have exclusive early games. You're uh, um, paying that. To you can have you can free say games. the same. You can say the same thing. Sony is doing. Oh, you're not paying only for the services. You're paying for the games which you're receiving monthly. Yeah, but you only selecting really shitty indie games most of the time through PlayStation. But you're paying only 40 quid, where, you, where for the yeah. origin you're paying 90? PlayStation turned around and one day turned around and went, Oh, look, there's a big title for that. Yeah, okay. Well, I where mean, with Origin, you're getting you... some of their big titles for free. Well, technically, for this prescription you're paying. Yes, but you're paying more, a lot more. Is it? Yes. At least but... twice. You're paying right. twice as much for origin access. And that's in the cost of running all those online services because for that because for for let's say for the origin okay the game is already made ea made already the game so 
so they don't really need to make extra money because well well they still do but the game is there so why don't we just throw that game into our free for consumer free act free origin access and that way we can persuade them to buy our origin access and we can run a better online services that's yeah. how i see it yeah basically if we come to this financially the games industry is a bit fucked at the moment let's let's just go let's so try in a way to try and wrap this up to move on to the next stories there's all these convoluted ways of doing stuff but they need to there does need to be a couple of things no the games industry is not sustaining financially that buying the game is enough we can we can we can say with that but nickel and diming people for absolutely everything whether it's justified or not is also not where we want to be so we can go on the idea you know this isn't working nintendo's way of doing discounts is just as convoluted as every other thing be it online services on top of your games i.e ps plus xbox live all these weird discounty programs like what nintendo's doing or even sort of the the free-to-play marketplace and 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 stuff like that yes i guess servers need you know servers need running i can be with steph on the idea of yeah sometimes it's a bit all over the place but duncan darius have got the point as well that do you do at that point do you want the games to just start dying out with servers that only last two minutes i mean look what happens don't support a game you get something like anthem which i honestly wouldn't expect it to last till the end of the year at this rate well, Apex Legends is um, taken out. Well, God, I mean, I mean, I'm only barely following the story of Anthem, but it's like, I mean, game uh, games like Titanfall lasted like five months, I think, after or Titanfall two. I'm not sure which one it was. I know one of them lasted like five months before it was shut down. Yeah. So it was like, I mean, that's like, that was a high profile game people liked and played. Uh, yeah, and, and that died immediately. And the only thing high profile about Anthem is about is. All yeah. the bad things. So. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I, I don't. I think you're being generous saying it could last as long as the end of the year. Mm. Yeah, fair. Right. We'll uh, we'll move on then. Another quick one that that Steph had put on. Uh, Microsoft have decided they want to go the way of Pokemon Go. And and uh, like Ingress and and they've gone into the AR space with Minecraft. I'd like to point out that they've slightly changed it as well, compared to Pokemon Go and Ingress. See now, you can build anywhere you want in the world. And people come along and see your builds in that area. Yeah, that that's going to lead to problems. That's going to end up with me using a lot of TNT on people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One, stop that. Two, um, now, you see, there's a reason why... Ingress and Pokemon Go and sort of the other Niantic game of um, Harry Potter Wizards Unite is 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 placing stuff in particular places. There's a reason the portal system works. There's a reason why the gym stops are happening. If you make something available for everywhere, you then end up in the problem of of the the trespassing and oh, stuff yeah, like sure. that. Just everyone trolling everyone. Yeah, and. So I can see where it's going, but it's it's interesting to see that Microsoft has decided to do this, taking on the um, taking on a more sort of AR approach to their Hololens project, yes. which was like discussed years back, but is so prohibitively expensive that even developers are having a hard time justifying the expenditure. So, 
you know, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see where we'll see where that goes. We'll keep an eye out on Minecraft Earth. Um, beta is due in the summer, so registered for it. Yeah, we'll see where that goes. There. Oh, I've apparently got to opt in for more Harry Potter Wizards Unite stuff, so uh, that'll be interesting to to go. Right now, I say we move this to our biggie. We are running over an hour at the moment, so we can try and see how we can discuss this shitstorm. Mm, yeah, that's a good way of calling it. I have yeah. no idea what this is. Uh, Pro Jared. I don't know. Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. YouTuber. Uh, Jared, Jared. Nobbenbauer. Oh, mm, Nob. Uh, that's a. Nob. Nob Gobbler. Yeah, Nob by name. Uh, Nob by nature at this point. So, yeah, so we go back to last week. Or last weekend. Where it was announced that uh, Pro Jared is, you know, big, big YouTube personality. Million subscribers. Everything yeah, is, you know, uh, all great on that side. Formerly of Screw Attack, uh, and at the time was presently Normal Boots contributor. Yeah, um, yeah. He announced that he was uh, unfortunately going to divorce from his wife uh, Heidi O'Farrell, or Farrell, sorry. Yeah, um, you know, due to you know just falling apart, and you know things were just not you know working out, and they decided to to split in an amicable. In an amicable way. Amicable. Quotation yeah. marks. Yeah, because later on that day, immediately shot down of that was Heidi, who basically said that uh, Jared was not very faithful at all. Um, it, so. <laughs> yeah. So the full so the full story, uh, if we want to go from the the completed timeline on both sides here, yeah. is. Allegedly, at some point in the past, uh, you know, somewhere in the mid to late teens of the 2000s, uh, the uh, the couple of Jared and Heidi uh, entertained the idea of having uh, a more open polyamorous relationship. This is confirmed to have actually happened at some point. Okay. Uh, by both parties. Um because they felt, I don't know, I guess they just felt like that might be healthy for them. Uh, yeah. I mean, you do you, you know, sometimes, you know. But, yeah, it's just uh, as it is. What ended up happening, apparently, was where, while uh, I guess Heidi was initially uh, doing well on it, but eventually she allege, she alleges that at some point she stopped seeing other people. I guess she didn't feel comfortable with the idea, or possibly it had to do with the fact that Jared uh, was apparently uh, not as open about it like apparently like some uh, I guess he was feeling the need to be more discreet and secretive about it rather than just being open and addressing it with his wife indeed which is like you're writing a really weird line there where it's like okay we're in an open relationship but we're not in an open relationship you know we're allowed to see other people but we're being secretive about it as if we're not allowed to. It's like already you can see that uh, there is some there's some unhealthy problems in this relationship that need unpacking. Um, yeah. So after months of sneaky, you know, uh, behind the scenes relationships and attempts at couples therapy, uh, they ended up realizing that they needed to, you know, break it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it then comes out later, uh, I guess probably either just before or just after the uh, the news hit the the streets, 
that um, that that yes, that in fact uh, Jared's relationship with uh, uh, who is what was the name of the uh, Holly the mistress Holly Holly Conrad Holly Conrad uh, ex-wife of Ross from the Game Grumps. Yep. Uh, that they had that they had in fact engaged in a a sexual relationship uh, behind closed doors. Uh, and while Heidi had had her suspicions, she never had any proof, and it was never openly discussed. So, mm. so yes, apparently that that uh, made everything completely fall apart for them. Uh, and they've been fighting back and forth over Twitter for about a week now. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, amidst all of this, uh, another, uh, I would say, far more alarming concern that I almost feel is n- not being as directly addressed as some of the other things. I think I know where you're coming from on this one. Yeah, go for it. Uh, that apparently amidst uh, Jared's uh, infidelity, alleged infidelity, he also apparently had been soliciting fans, and in particular, at least a couple uh, known minors uh, for nudes and explicit photos uh, on a secret Tumblr account. Yeah, and there we go. <laughs> what? And you know, you the know. Bomb. Yeah, you know, and and yeah. The, I mean, the question on this could be, what's this got to do with video games? Some random may ask. These are big YouTube personalities. Yes, I mean pro Jared. I mean, there's he as a Screw Attack uh, personality and later a Normal Beach contributor has been a member of the gaming community for a very long time. He's uh, yeah, he he was uh, he's he's a long time video game reviewer on and uh, more more recently he took on uh, started up a Let's Play channel on a second channel. Uh, so yeah, he he's definitely big into the video game scene. Mm. has been for many years a good decade now he's been active I believe yeah oh yeah I think it's like Cornwall I'm sure I saw something about 12 years which would make sense and you know sort of screw attack he, you know he was there in his you know in his you know, his heyday mm. so sort of it's his peak and I know there was the sort of the partnership with with Rooster Teeth that changed with screw attack and then sort of yeah I mean he was yeah he, I mean, he was gone long before you know before that had happened did business yeah. with screw attack yeah but yeah, certainly he was he was part of that original stuff with, you know, with Craig and you know the and the rest of the Screw Attack guys at the time, and yeah, sort of you know established himself as being the, you know, like like what you have with, sort of YouTube is one of those relatable ones where, you know you know you can end up being big fans of him, and then they pull out these bombs, which, I'm all for you know, if something comes out about someone, and it's you know it's in the negative line, sure it can be reported on. And and that's and that's the case. What we're into a situation here is, like, is like, purely like, due to social media. Scandal, but it's like, yeah. But and, uh, but then, yeah. Is 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 this is this case of airing the dirty laundry out? It's, it's like now, you know. It's it's, it's it could be a thing of like so sort of many YouTubers. I I hadn't I'd heard of of Jared, and like I say, it was there sort of with the screw attack thing, but. He was never on my radar. It's always this thing that with some big YouTubers, the only time you then know about them is when it's this massive negative news cycle, justified as it may be, and it's just it's just odd. 
Well, it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's a crazy thing about, you know, you said that you were not a really big fan of Jared. It's like, mm. I've known about Pro Jared for many years. I just never really cared. Yeah. Uh, my sister just randomly, like earlier this year, started getting me into his content. Like, I, I'm a recent viewer of, of his you know, she showed me mm. a couple of his reviews and some of his Let's Plays. And, so, and I was like, yeah, oh, this... these are kind of amusing. I kind of like this, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, it, and it's crazy that, you know, after just barely getting into it, all of a sudden, you know, this comes mm. out. And I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. It's just like, my, I feel like my sister just can't catch a break. You know, it's like, God, earlier, was it earlier this year? The whole the Vic Mignogna debacle? Yep. What was that January or February that happened? Yeah. And yeah, and, and yeah, I can probably assume there'd be stuff beforehand. I mean, it's, it's just this thing. I guess it's it's. I think it's just a thing I'd say on this. So YouTube celebritydom is just as vicious as you know being a celebrity as a musician or an artist or you know an actor or something like that. And you know, it's just it's just a shame that it's happened in terms of our. Our little video games, because I know he's never going to be, he's he's not going to be remembered now, as, you know, let's play a YouTuber and personality, yeah, pro Jared. He's going to be adulterer and potential pedophile. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like, it's like I I feel like the whole his relationship with his wife is like okay, I feel like probably Jared's the one at fault here, but it's like uh, it's there's enough. There's enough question marks in that relationship that I'm not I'm not really interested in mm. delving too much deeper into that. Uh, yeah. But the whole you know sexting minors thing is like that's that's pretty concrete. That we are not just gonna push that one off to the side. You know, it's just like it's like why do you have why is it people when they do things like that they gotta be like super legal. You know, it's like why not do something that's like a little bit. Uh, yeah, something weird, slightly you know? like, questionable, not not yeah, so concrete like, over like, the line. It's like, yep, you're under eighteen. Uh let's let's drag you through the mud and ruin your yeah. life and mine later. Yeah, um, it's, it's just uh, we do you know, you're saying that, but you know on my flight home, there was an actual advert on the plane about if you see some like child like porn and you believe they're under eighteen, we part it. That was an actual advert on a plane. For watching um, a horror film. I can't remember <laughs> what film I was watching. Bloody hell. But, uh, yeah, there you go. That'll give you something to think about. And that's uh, and that. And that is probably why most of my private life will be kept off fucking YouTube. Yeah, now, oh, God. Yeah. Remind me never to be like, famous. I if Ryan never ends up on YouTube in his life, does God, God help us all. Yeah. Because, you know, the last thing we want to do is, is you know, I, I don't want to have to do the fake apology video. You I'll know, you know, sit in front of the camera and then just start <laughs> with... I'll do it and it'll be starting off... I'm not sorry, now fuck off. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, d just double down. Just double down. You know, I don't want, yeah, I don't want to be... I fucked you know, up. People do. Bye-bye. Yeah, I really don't want to go. <sighs> This is the eighth time I've recorded this. No, the twenty-fourth time I've recorded this. That. Sorry, I've not checked my script correctly. This is the fifty-second time. <laughs> I've not updated my script properly. Yeah. So um, yeah, based on that, we're we're gonna get to the end. So uh, let's do the fake ending segment of the wrap-up. 
this is the <sighs> first time we're trying to get to the end of this. So it's the first time that we said that if you do uh, like what you're hearing and seeing, and you know, and our content, please like, share, and subscribe. Click that little bell if you're on Ow. YouTube. I just stabbed myself. Die, Die, you idiot. I dropped it. Don't blame me. You fool. Anyway, as we're still going. Still going. We've got the YouTube. We've got iTunes, Spotify. You can follow and subscribe to them podcasts as well if you're on there. Keep an eye out on the videos that we've got through the week. Roleplaying Nightmare Games. Episodes. They're still going. Nearly on to chapter 13. Podcasts. Pokemon, Pokemon Bingo just started. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we yeah, that that's on there. General's War Table, XCOM still happening. Uh, play session. We're back on Monster Prom in play session instead of sibling rivalry this time. And like what Duncan said, Pokemon Bingo. Yeah, we we we're getting there on that. We'll get those uh, cards marked off. I mean the the bingo on that will be more exciting than Eurovision was this year. Who? Um. <laughs> so. Wow. Nice. Wow. Okay. I wish the mic picked it up. Yeah, leaving that in there. Um, so, cheers, Duncan. And Darius. Yep. And Stefan. Oh, I see what it is. I'm last now, am I? Well, you farted, so, you know. Here you are. Oh. Needed, needed time for you to be able to breathe it all in. You should be and here two, two weeks ago. So, you know, no. good, good times. But, yeah. So, until next week, please. See you later. Nope. Yeah, don't don't kill no, each other. You forgot don't about kill the killing each other. Each other. Don't no. kill each other. Yeah, don't kill each other. Inhale fast. We'll see you next time. And, See you and later. for the love bye of bye. God, for love of God, if you and your wife, if you or your wife feel like your relationship isn't where it should be or where you want it to be, address it, talk about it, and if you can't fix it, try for the love of God to end it gracefully and respectfully. And for fuck's sake, don't sext minors. <laughs> you know what? We we leave it on there. There is no better advice. So, fare thee well. Bye. 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 <laughs>